Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Woo-hoo, balloons, everything. 400th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I have my shirt on and ready to go. I'm so excited. It's been Seven years and almost eight months since uh, I first debuted the first horribly sounding episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, Talk about just uh, humble beginnings. And uh, seven and a half years later, I have this guy right here, the man, the myth, the legend, the controversy creates cash guy himself, Mr. Eric Bischoff. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing well, Chris. Congratulations, by the way. 400 of anything is a big number. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, so funny. My uh, Pancakes and Power Slam show uh, is officially longer than the Monday Night Wars. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monday Night Wars was, uh, what, 96 to 01, right? Uh, 95. Yeah, was, September 95. Yeah, 95. Yeah. Yeah. September 95 at the Mall of America. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was really the idea behind just the whole Mall of America feel? I know that you've shared it before, just as far as, uh, just as far as just the really the image you wanted to have, you wanted to just do away with a lot of just what it was before and just really bring a thrilling product. And just your boldness and really doing the uh, the Monday Night War competitively. Just what was your really mastermind? Just what were your thoughts behind doing all that and, and being bold about just, just making it happen? Well, it was really um, more necessity than anything else. WCW had not been drawing, you know, an audience for a long, long time. Um, we had a hard time getting people to come to television tapings. Uh, so the idea of going to mall of America was a way to have the event in a really interesting, unique environment and atmosphere, mm-hmm. uh, without having to worry whether or not we'd be able to put five or 10,000 people in the arena. So yeah. it was a bit, it was a bit of camouflage and a lot of smoke and mirrors, but it worked. Yeah, it did. It did. And, uh, Lex Luger, uh, being the, uh, the, the first, uh, really kind of, uh, um, uh, buzz buzzing uh, topic uh, uh, defecting from WWE to uh, to WCW. So that was definitely uh, um, something that really brought some some uh, some viewers over. It really started, really lit the fire of the oh man, this is something going on. This is some competition. So was that your goal when you brought Luger over to really cause that type of uh, buzzing feel to it? Without a doubt, you know, prior to launching Nitro, we had spent several months doing a significant amount of research and interviewed a lot of wrestling fans all over the, the country. Uh, we did focus groups in, well, obviously Atlanta, Chicago, St. Louis. Uh, I think we did one in Cleveland, Minneapolis, a couple up on the East Coast, Kansas City, and then a couple out West. 
And, you know, one of the things that I heard consistently in these focus groups, you know, when the, the research company that was conducting the research would ask the question, you know, what's one of the things you like most about professional wrestling? Mm-hmm. And consistently across the board, and there were a lot of different answers and, and a lot of the answers you would hear frequently, but the one kind of loud and clear message that I got during that research process was how much fans liked surprises mm-hmm. and the, the sense that anything can happen. Uh, so I, that was one of the things that I really focused on in creating the Nitro format was to find as many ways as I could to do things that were unexpected or that the audience didn't anticipate to kind of check that, you know, that box with regard to, you know, surprises and things like that. Certainly, certainly. All types of uh, comments coming in. Uh, to respect your time, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the Q&A part. So do a hashtag, ask Eric, hashtag, ask Eric. Um, and we'll jump uh, right into it. Uh, we got Sean asking, what do you think of the new belts? Um, low show tickets, AEW thoughts, NXT, also opponent for feed. And, and so Francis got, he wanted to just throw a bunch of them in once. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm going to pick one. Let's go. let's go from that. Um, what do I think of the new belts? Um, not my cup of tea. Mm. Um, and you know, again, it's because of the way I grew up and the era that I grew up in or the eras, I should say, and just the way I look at things. So, uh, doesn't mean that, that I'm right at all, but it's, you know, it's my taste. I don't, I like a more traditional looking belt. I like the big gold belt. I like oh, the yeah. UFC belts. I like belts that kind of, you know, harken back to the legacy there you go (laughs) so the you know the the current belts uh eh, doesn't do it for me but whatever i'm 64 years old maybe they're not trying to appeal to me uh well i'm not 64 uh and it doesn't appeal to me too much too so (laughs) great minds think alike (laughs) there you go absolutely uh darren's asking what is your best memory off wcw and what is the worst Mm, I have a lot of great memories. You know, it was a it was an exciting time for myself, obviously, and, and my family. Um, my kids, my wife and kids, and I got to travel the world because of WCW. I was able to take my family over to Japan uh, uh, as as guests of New Japan Pro Wrestling for I think ten days or so, and we just had an amazing time that my kids still talk about to this day. Uh, so I think anytime you have an opportunity to share those kinds of experiences, especially with your kids, it's real special. I made a lot of good friends there, you know, mm-hmm. people that I'm still, still friendly with, uh, launching nitro was a very exciting, you know, part of my career. And mm-hmm. obviously I think had a big impact on the industry, you know, long after. So there was, there was a lot, there's, you know, too many good things to, to really pick one, I think. Uh, Worst memory, kind of the same thing, too many to pick from, but I I think, you know, in all fairness, I think the last year I was there was um, stressful. It was frustrating. 
there was a lot of transition going along going on and within Turner Broadcasting and Time Warner at that time and all of that made uh, working at WCW not nearly as much fun and rewarding as it had been up until that point sure absolutely um all right so let's uh, go with Lexi here given the chance to redo your last time with WWE what what would you have changed not a thing all not right. a thing uh cole do you think cm punk will come back to the rumble uh i mean there's no i don't know cm punk i've never had a conversation with him i don't know what he's like i only know him by his reputation and i don't really judge people uh too much all right i don't rush to any assumptions based on other people's opinions of yeah. other people so i have no idea you know I, I hopefully if that's something that he really wants to do i'm sure that the crowd would love it uh i'm sure it would be successful for him and you know if that's what he wants then you know by all means you know go with god i think it'll be great certainly brandon's asking so what are you doing now well, right now, my wife and I are in Airbnb in Clearwater, Florida. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we left Stanford about 10 days ago or a week ago, whenever it was, and decided our kids live down here. Our son and, and his wife live down here in Clearwater, Florida. So we decided just to come down early and have Thanksgiving and spend the holidays with them. We're going to be here through, I don't know, sometime around the middle of January. Oh, nice. And then uh, I'll be working my way back to Wyoming, probably take the long way around go up through the southwestern part of the United States and visit friends and family and do a little sightseeing. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, I'll be doing the podcast every week. I enjoy doing it. It's pretty successful for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and got a, you know, a couple of the things that I'm involved with. Um, got a, a project you may have read about last February with uh, Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a Hulk Hogan uh, movie. So I'll hopefully be getting busy with that soon. Um, so, you know, we'll just, I'm just taking it kind of one day at a time. Nice. Um, let's see. So one of these two questions, what WWE roster talent do you want to invest a storyline into, or did you have an interest in anyone from NXT? Lexi's asking. Yeah, I wasn't really watching the NXT, uh, roster too closely. Um, Lexi, I, you know, there were certain talents there, you know, Chad Gable, uh, I, I really, I, I dug him as a person and as a professional. Loved working, loved Randy Orton's work. You know, I didn't get a chance to work with Randy, but I really, really, really admire his work. And his, mm-hmm. he's just, he's flawless as a performer. I would have liked an opportunity to work with him. But there were many others, you know, that I was hoping to get a chance to work with that I didn't. Seamus was another character that I would have, would have liked to get my hands on, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of great talent there. Really, oh, really is. Certainly. Absolutely. Chris is asking, uh, Easy E, why is WWE going away from using legends? Oh, I don't know that they are. I think if anything, um, they may be realizing that you can only go to that well so many times before it starts to diminish in the eyes of the fans you know what you 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 see you know i was at the raw reunion in when was it july and then you know there there were a lot of legends all throughout the summer and i think people started to realize that you know you can only get so much bang out of these bucks you know 
before it's just really not that interesting. And the other issue is, you know, so many of the guys can't do anything. Yeah. You know, so many of them are so busted up because of the careers that they've had in the ring that, you know, they, they can't really get involved in any kind of physicality. And if you're on a wrestling show, even if you're a legend and you really can't get involved in any physicality, well, you're pretty limited yeah. in terms of what you could do or if you're WWE, how you can use them in an entertaining way. Yeah. You can't just stand there and wave to the crowd and expect people to get all excited about that. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm sure they're always going to use legends, but perhaps more um, sparingly so that when they do use them, it, it means more. Certainly. You have to focus on my, there we go. Much better. All right. <laughs> Gave me vertigo, but I'm glad things are better for you. <laughs> better focus. <laughs> just like just like that. Uh Michael's asking, uh, what's your favorite memory of working in the AWA? Oh wow, that's a great question. Um, you know, probably my first day on the job when I was sitting there in, in an office going, Wow, I can't believe this. I'm actually working in the wrestling business mm. <laughs> and that, that first day of the job was pretty exciting but i had a lot of good times in awa Vern, uh Vern was kind of a, a i don't want to say a mentor that would probably be overstating it a bit but uh, I, I learned a lot from Vern and from his son greg and from a lot of other people like uh wahoo mcdaniels and ray stevens mm -hmm. and to a lesser extent nick bockwinkel um there was a lot of great talent you know, a lot of great minds that came through there that I had an opportunity to work with. So I'm grateful for that. Certainly. Um, let's see. There is a lot. Um, Ali says, uh, Ali says that you're still the big, uh, the best general manager there is. Ali, you're absolutely right. I, I would like to be able to argue with you, but you're so right on the money on that with that point that I, I just can't even debate it. Uh, my boy, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm buddies with Ice Train. You you know Ice Train. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he just uh, sent me a message. Uh, he said, uh, hey, and thank you. He's a good man. Yeah, he said, thank you for everything. He's uh, getting on the plane. Um, it's about a meeting. So, yeah. So, he said, thank you. So, uh, All right. So, um Man, there's a lot. Let's let's pick a few few good ones. Um, okay, Greg Brandy Edwards, uh, would you put your NWO days up there at the top of the list of the best things you came up with? Oh, I'd be hard not to. Um, I mean, look. You turn on Monday Night Raw this Monday night or turn on SmackDown on Friday night, you still see NWO shirts in the audience. So mm -hmm. 20 years later, 20 plus years later, I guess that's kind of an indication that it it, it was an idea that uh, that resonated and still does. So, yeah, it's hard not to acknowledge that. But I think I, I honestly, I think there were other things that I did that were probably as important or more important in some respects than even the NWO story. Um, it's just that it wasn't as visible, you know, or noticeable, you know, making the commitment to go live every Monday night was a game changer. Yes. And it forced the WWE to change their game, which 
they're still doing today. You know, mm -hmm. that's an example of something that Nitro did that raised the bar in a way that really improved the product across the boards, not only for Nitro, but for WWE and Monday Night Raw as well. I think the Cruiserweights is another example of introducing a style and not just once or twice or, you know, an occasional unique matchup, but to, to bring in the cruiserweights and provide them the platform on national television, really internationally at that point. Um, and to bring that level of talent into the wrestling business on a national level, I think, probably had much more impact on the industry even today than people give it credit for. I was funny. I was talking to Conan today on his show and we were reminiscing a little bit. And I, you know, I gave Conan a lot of credit for this because he was very instrumental in bringing a lot of the luchadors in from Mexico for us. Mm -hmm. And I think between the luchadors that Conan brought in and a lot of the Japanese that I brought in you know, from new Japan pro wrestling, I think if you look at the state of wrestling today or the state of the presentation of wrestling today, much more athletic, much more acrobatic, much faster paced, um, higher risk type stuff. Those were all things that we saw in a cruiserweight division going back into the, you know, 1996, 1997, 1998. Yep. And it started, I think, a trend um, that we still see shades of to this day. So I, I think that probably in some ways um, had a longer lasting impact than even the NWO story or going live. But those are just examples, you know, I think creating, you know, the format with Nitro that ha was more of a reality based format, as opposed to the kind of the animated childlike kind of version of professional wrestling that we saw in WWF back in 93, 94, 95, mm -hmm. even in 96, they didn't really get their, their, their game together until 97 when they came up with the attitude there and really started competing with us with at our own game and doing it very well, by the way. Indeed. So I think those are all things that were really instrumental and, and, and res more than instrumental responsible for, I think the success that we're seeing in the industry today. Indeed. Um, since I've interviewed you three times, I'm only, there's so many questions, but and <laughs> we're getting messages and questions. Uh, I think I get you as far as questions that you'd like and you you won't like as much after interviewing you three times. So I'll sift through the ones that I think you know, out of respect for, for your time that out of the that I think that you say good question. So that's what I'll that's what I'll do. All right. I'll also give you some shout outs too. like Cole says, not a question, but thank you so much for the wonderful childhood memories growing up to be able to watch WCW from signing Hogan all the way to the final days. Thank you, Cole. I appreciate that, man. Indeed. Uh, okay. Let's ask you a few more. Um, let's see. All right. Michael's asking, uh, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Hmm. I... <laughs> It's like if I go to a sushi bar and somebody says, what's your favorite type of sushi? It just all depends on my mood and, and what looks good at the time. But I think if I had to pick one talent that to me stood out the most, particularly when I was younger and more impressionable, I would have to say Dick Bockwinkle. Okay. Uh, Nick was, uh, he was, uh, in terms of his, 
interview skills, his skills on a mic. He was second to none and probably would still rank today um, as being one of the best there's ever been with a microphone in his hand. In terms of his work in the ring, um, I think the same would probably hold true. He was just an amazing, talented, gifted, believable, articulate, good-looking. I mean, he had everything going for him. He was just he when he was a great heel, and I've always loved good heels. So he was <laughs> he, 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 he was a great heel. Uh, absolutely. Um, okay, is three three good enough? Three more good enough for you? Three's good. I'm okay. fading, so yeah. <laughs> That's what, yeah. I'm usually uh, I'm usually in bed by nine thirty. Even my dog's over in the corner looking at me like, "What are you doing?" I'm like eleven thirty at night. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I uh, really appreciate uh, you um, spending four hundred episodes with me at eleven thirty at night so that's uh that's a lot it means a lot to me personally um okay all right three more questions here's one joseph asking what is your opinion on john cena hey joseph thanks for uh thanks for the question i you know i think the world of john um i don't know john real well on a personal level i worked with him you know for several years in in wwe absolute consummate professional uh, i don't think anybody will could deny his work ethic and his commitment uh n- not only to the business but to the fans john has spent so much time doing things for charities and 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 giving back to fans and making wishes come true for make a wish kids and things like that you know, when you when you do as much of that as John did, on top of a schedule that even the busiest, hardest working people among us would look at and go, "Well, this can't possibly be real." Yeah. But John not only did that; um, he he also, in his free time, which he didn't have very much of, like I said, spent so much time with charities and kids, and it still does to this day um, that. It's hard not to admire a guy like John Cena. Indeed. Absolutely. Okay. That was, uh, was that one? And then here's two. Um, what do you think of Ray Mysterio winning the U.S. title last night on Raw? Uh, I didn't see the match. I'm, I'm happy for Ray. I, I think Ray is probably, I'm guessing, you know, coming in, coming close to the end of his regular in ring schedule. Um, and I think going out on a high note uh, at this stage of his career, he's had such a phenomenal career, and he's such a classy guy. Ray is one of the classiest people that I've ever worked with. Uh, and I think it's just it, it, it's a great, it's a testament to him, and I, I really hope that he goes out in, a, in an extremely you know, positive way with, a, with, a, with nothing but sunshine on his back and, and being able to look back and be very <laughs> proud of his career. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the leader is the leader is correct. Uh, going to be many good questions unanswered. Probably you're you're correct. There's so many good ones, but uh, there's um, there's only one, so much time in a day. So much time. We got to go over the time. That's uh, what Tony Shavati would say. The good old cliffhangers. Uh, okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Um, here's a good one. Alan says. So so basically, Hogan has uh, been 
has been buzzing that Hogan is he wants to come back. I uh, had surgery uh, November the twelfth, I believe. Uh, your buddies with Hogan. Uh, he had an interview right before Crown Jewel, saying that uh, he's been talking to Vince to come back, and he's kind of eyeing WrestleMania. So, with that being said, uh, if he gets that WrestleMania match, uh, who would you like to see him against? Is what Alan's asking. Well, wow, 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 wow. I think the fans would probably like to see perhaps Hulk and Undertaker. Um, I know Hulk would probably more than anything want it to be Vince McMahon. Uh, uh, you know, if he's going to work a match with Vince McMahon, I want to work Hulk's corner. Me, me and Vince got a little bit of business to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, I, you know, I would want for him whatever he would want. Um, again, you know, a guy with a career like Hulk Hogan, and if he's able to, and, you know, God bless him if that's what he wants to do and he's able to make that happen, I'd, I'd be, you know, the second happiest person in Florida that night. Um, <laughs> but it's hard for me to imagine that he'll he'll be able to get, get ready for something like that. But who knows? He's he's done it before. Awesome. Well, uh, there's a lot of people who are uh, saying some some really cool stuff uh, toward to you. Uh, Elvis says that you're the best. Thank you, Elvis. Uh, Thank you very much, baby. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I wrote about this, about the Hogan thing, and my pick is Cesaro because I think Cesaro would dance with him with his physical limitations. Cesaro's one of the best workers in the ring, hands down. He can make anybody look like a million bucks. And if I had my choice, I would pick someone like Cesaro because um, Hogan would take the win. It would be a huge moment for Cesaro, his probably his biggest moment ever in wrestling. And I think Cesaro would be a good person to dance with Hogan at Mania. So. Everybody wins. Indeed. Absolutely. Eric, any closing thoughts, man? Thanks once again for celebrating 400 with me. No, man, I'm, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we could do it together. Uh, congratulations, 400 episodes is a lot of work. It's a, com- a lot of commitment, and I'm sure you've had your ups and downs, and there's probably been times when you said to yourself, why am I doing this? <laughs> but, you know, keep up the good work, man. Thank you, sir. I really, really appreciate it so much, uh, and thank you so much. I, I, I have a good night. Enjoy that Florida, and enjoy your journey back to Wyoming. You should uh, start your own YouTube channel of your long journey back to Wyoming <laughs> over the next few months. <laughs> that would be fun. I, just, I lost your audio, and I didn't get a chance to hear hear what you had to say, but I'm out. Have a good night, and okay. we'll be able to do this again at some point. Uh, sounds good. Thanks a lot, man. Bye. All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, he, yes, he could. Uh, Dole says thanks. Michelle says thanks. Ryan. NWO for life, Eric Chains Wrestling. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll still uh, give get you guys o- over with uh, prices. There doing Macho Man. Brian says no match for Hogan. God would be. Oh, I don't. I don't use. Uh, I don't allow profanity. I, 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 I uh, missed that one there. Uh, no profanity, please. It's a PG show. Um, 
Yeah. So there's so many, there's so much good stuff on here. Well, we got so much to talk about. This is the 400th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Um, wow, guys. Thank you so much, uh, Eric, B- Eric Bischoff, uh, for your wonderful words, for your wonderful word of encouragement. Uh, Ice Train just uh, sent me a message of saying that uh, it says he says you're awesome. Um, thanks, uh, Ice Train. I'm putting you over here on the 400th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Big thank you to uh, to Eric Bischoff for celebrating 400 episodes with me on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, so I know that you guys have a lot to talk about with SummerSlam, with TakeOver. We're going to celebrate four. You see this? Pancakes and Power Slam show. This is my t shirt. We're going to celebrate 400 episodes. I got one of my belts from my uh, display uh, over there. I have three belts. Here's the big go belt, the real world champion, brother, the real world champion. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun here on on the 400th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Hashtag ask Chris for any questions that you have for me. Uh, the flare of the week, we're going to freestyle it guys. Uh, for those who are just joining, uh, we're like through like four or five platforms right now. You guys are so awesome. I'm so excited to really spend 400 episodes with you all over the next uh, hour or so. Uh, we've got to share your thoughts with, uh, takeover and uh, share your thoughts with SummerSlam. We're going to talk about some headlines that's out here. That's been going on. And then we're going to close the show. We're talking about just your favorite um, uh, pancakes and power slams moments. So for those who've been following the show, uh, uh, your favorite pancakes and power slam moments. So that's going to be fun for the end of the show. So, all right. So there's a lot of comments that, that I want to address again. Hashtag ask Chris for those uh, who have a question for me. Uh, Alan says uh, the wedding angle was the best moment on SmackDown ever. I usually screen these. Um, Brian, you did you didn't know you didn't know it was PG, so yeah, you know I can't blame you for that. Um, but yes, the the comments are PG, so please keep them PG if you want them to be highlighted. Um, Eric, uh, okay. Marcus says uh, Eric Bischoff changed the business. He took WCW to another level. Um, <laughs> Frank, did I say SummerSlam Survivor Series? Thank you. Um, congrats on 400, Alan says. Thank you, Alan. Appreciate it. Appreciate it much. Um Survivor Series is great, but lacking that final push. What if they combine the Indium Survivor Series with Elimination Chamber, Ultimate Match of Survivor inside the Elimination Chamber? Winner of the men's and women's match receive world titles, matches the world. Interesting continuation of of, of pay-per-views there. Uh, I thought the end of Survivor Series was was awful. Cody. Cody is a PNP faithful, man. Um, I'd probably buy a PNP shirt, to be honest, just to get looks from people wondering what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Man, thank you, Michael. I appreciate it, man. 
Uh, have you realized how big this is tonight? Thank you, man. Love the show. Uh, Evan introduced you to that show. Evan should be uh, uh, coming up on here uh, soon. Um, thank you. Listen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Michael's a faithful. Uh, Michael's a um, man. He's He jumps on every week. Such a, a big support. Look, man, I've been doing this thing for for a decade. I've, I've, I've been a, a writer for um, sports. I freelance for Sports Illustrated, for Fox Sports. Um, I am really, I mean, I'm known in the, in the wrestling journalism industry, but this right here, this PNP Nation, this this Pancakes and Power Slam show that I've been doing since uh, April 3rd of 2012 was my first episode. Uh, and now seven years and almost eight months later, um, uh, 400 episodes. I'm so it really it hasn't really. Um, it hasn't really hit me, honestly. I mean, I got the PMP shirt on. I brought the, I brought the big gold belt from the from the back from the from the display. So I'm trying to get in the gimmick here. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited, man. I'm just really excited. I'm I'm excited about the show tonight. I'm excited about my Buckeyes being the number one team in the nation as of today. We're back at number one, baby. Yeah, we got Michigan. Yeah, on Saturday. Uh, very excited. Uh, some good ask Chris questions, guys. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Mo says, join the Patreon and get a free shirt out to three months. That is a shoot. That is a shoot. Mo, uh, can speak for that because he actually, um, um, he actually has, uh, a pancakes and power slam shirt on. Uh, he actually, he actually has one. And uh, he has he he joined after three uh, and after three months he got a shirt. So you go here, patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. And if you um, join the Patreon and if you have if you are a Patreon member for three months uh, for the top tier, you get a free T-shirt as a thank you. So. Great thanks for everybody. Join the Patreon. Uh, there's like, there's like one is like a dollar a month. <laughs> it's like and the other, there's other ones like six bucks a month. But that's a, uh, a, a to go uh, meal, fast food meal a month. Um, and it, that's just a, a way for me to continue to. For those who follow the show every week, um, I've really advanced in technology over the past few years, like bigly. Uh, I've really advanced the technology and it really gives me an opportunity to really, uh, invest, uh, within the technology and to, uh, continue to do the, those things to continue to improve, continue to have some fun with the show. So, um, jump on the Patreon after three months, you get a PNP t-shirt or you can buy one straight out. Um, just, uh, let me know, send me a message. Um, Man, there's some good questions, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I would rather uh, address these questions than uh, talk about Survivor Series. So I'm gonna try to, <laughs> I'm gonna try to, because Survivor Series has been talked about with everybody. I'm getting all types of. Uh, uh, Eric Bischoff just told me thanks. He just texted me and said thanks. Uh, 
Um, let me text him back and tell him thank you, Eric. Um, big thanks, man. Huge. You know, it's so funny, man. Um, I've shared this on my Facebook that uh, you know, people can say certain things about certain people and you know bad raps, and this person was this person to this this way, this person, whatever. Listen, I have not I've had nothing but positive everything with Eric Bischoff. I mean, I'm like, dude, I'm a I'm a wrestling journalist. I'm one in a million. You know what I mean? Thank God. And for those who don't know, I'm a very strong Christian. Thank God that he's blessed me to really brand myself with the pancakes, power slams, the, the my writing style and things like that. Um, but I'm, I'm a journalist, man. I'm a wrestling journalist. There's been plenty of wrestling journalists that he's uh, talked to and interacted with over the past you know, 30 years that he's been in the business. And Eric, I'm I'm so blessed and so thankful that Eric makes me feel unique. And he makes, and he really, um, uh, I really appreciate the personal professional relationship that he has with, with me. And um, there's just, uh, I mean, quick to respond to my text, very friendly, always been super friendly to me, man. This is his third time on the show. It's first time as a live video, uh, first time on the live video, but, uh, man, just thankful. I'm just really thankful, uh, of, of his, uh, um, just, just being a nice guy to me, man, all around nice guy. Um, and never has been rude. I, I've interviewed over 150 wrestlers. Um, I've had good experiences with most, but there's some that are just rude <laughs> and there's some are just flat out jerks, man, to be, if I can be, uh, if I can shoot, shoot from the hip as, uh, Paul Heyman would say, there's been just absolute jerks to be honest. Um, but at the same time, uh, Eric is, uh, among one of my favorites, uh, to work with and to, to really mingle with. And it's just a nice guy. He's been nothing, but um, just pleasant with me, and I and I appreciate it. So, uh, Gerald saying, uh, "Congrats on 400. Keep it up. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, Gerald. Thank you very much." John is asking, "What do you think of the Fiend storyline heading into 2020?" Um, what's up, John? <laughs> what's what's up, man? Um. Oh man. Okay. Fiend storyline heading into 2020. I think that he will maintain the universal championship. I think that, uh, I think that the WWE is doing too much with them though. I think that, uh, it's, it's just really too much too soon. I really think it's too much too soon at this point. Um, I, I definitely think it's one of those things that, uh, the build should have been slower. Uh, the build should have been, uh, they really should have done a better job with, uh, uh, with putting him on as a heel with really building him up and building his character as a heel. Um, and I think that it would have been a better way, uh, to make a baby face look good. Cause I've said this all the time, good heels make better baby faces and a heel, a, a heel and me and Evan, I'm about to bring Evan here in just a, just a moment. Me and Evan have talked about this. Evan Tech Proud, my co-host, the co-host with the most. We talk about this a lot. We actually just talked about this yesterday. Good heels make good baby faces. The problem with wrestling nowadays is that there's such a gray, blurry line between baby faces and heels. And I did a Q&A um, 
was in Orlando. I think it was Orlando uh, a couple years ago at WrestleMania. I was a part of a Q&A session with uh, Flair and Sting, and I, I was uh, one of the people asking uh, an asked a question. And I asked Sting, uh, was my personal greatest of all time. I asked him, I said, what do you think about just the landscape of baby faces and heels right now and how important that is still in the business. And he, he, and he said, man, he, he said, if there wasn't for, if there wasn't someone like a Rick rude or Rick flair, I would not be who I am because there were such good heels um, that I wouldn't be who I am as a baby face. And that's what wrestling should be. It should put people over by the babe, the heel looking so good because people hate them. That's what put the heel over and the baby faces over because the heel got so much heat that the heel passes it on to the baby face who had to come up and got the shine, made it look made, you know, heel made him look good. So that's how it should be. That's that's just a tried and true method of building stars. Look at Austin versus McMahon. McMahon was the most hated person in WWE. And Austin was one of the uh, most popular of all time because of Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon, the Austin McMahon feud was it 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 be, became such a groundswell that McMahon would put people like Kane, Mick Foley, Undertaker, Triple H. He would put people in Austin's way who were good heels to make the storyline mean even more. If y'all really, if y'all really go back and really trace that storyline, you know, you, you it, it was the rebellion. It was it started with the stunner and Austin McMahon. It really drew, and, and and Austin kept throwing heels in front of in front of Austin. I mean, McMahon kept throwing heels in front of Austin to prevent him from getting to McMahon and from getting to the title. And that is, oh, that is amazing storytelling. That's how you put somebody over. All right, so uh, let's ask a, let's answer a few of these uh, a few more of these ask first questions. Um, and take it from there, uh, and then bring on my boy Evan Tech Proud to celebrate 400 episodes of the Pancakes and Power Slams show. I'm so excited about this. I'm sorry, I'm excited about today. I'm excited about Ohio State versus Michigan. Uh, I'm an avid Ohio State fan. Of, for those who follow my Facebook page, I do a blog, <laughs> a big blog on Facebook every Monday or Tuesday after the games with like just a big old thing of notes. Um, so check that out. I, I actually did notes today um, about this past weekend's college football. For those who don't know, I think I've shared this before avid lifelong 30 plus year, almost 35 year wrestling fan, but a one B or like two very close. I mean, I love college football. So and I'm getting Evan into uh, liking college football more too. We uh, he's starting to ask me a lot of questions and stuff like that. He's starting to get into college football more, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about college. We, we talk about college football too, man. He he asks me questions. I give him the uh, the ins and outs on it, man, and uh, it's it's cool. We just added something else to talk about in our repertoire. It's pretty cool. So uh, Lexi's asking uh, on the war game scrum. Uh, Triple H alluded to a wrestler who simply ran across the ring and now is out for six months. Xavier Woods tweeted, I hate him right after a worker shoot. Um, well, you know, here's here's the thing, man. Xavier Woods needs a job. Uh, Xavier Woods, as far as I know, is an intelligent guy. He's actually uh, either just finished his doctorate or about to become a doctor. 
I think in like educational psychology or something like that. So he knows the psychology behind making good decisions <laughs> and uh, making his statements count and know, knowing that his statements have lasting power to them, especially in the social media world. Um, and we've seen that over the past few weeks with a certain ACH. <clears throat> so uh, I, I don't, I don't, think this is a shoot um you know uh he, he probably if if anything triple h may have made that comment it, it's probably as, as far as it's a shoot which would be triple h made the comment and zaver is jokingly saying that he hates triple h or whatever but um you know this is this is bread and butter uh and I, i'm sure that xavier woods wouldn't risk his job by uh triple h dig so all right i'm going to uh greg says joe, joe burrow for heisman i agree i agree um i think joe burrow should be heisman and uh somebody else's world uh no but uh i think joe burrow will be the heisman i think chase young should be the heisman i think chase young um, I think he was one of a few people nominated for the Maxwell Award, which is the greatest player, um, and the the great the best player in college football. I think he is. I think Chase Young is the best player in college football as far as a drastic improvement from year to year. I think Joe Burrow has been the most valuable player on uh, the LSU team for sure, as far as a turnaround. Um, but Chase Young, man, I'm a, I'm a Ohio State, Ohio State guy. So I think Chase Young's the best player in the in the nation, hundred <clears throat> percent. Elvis thinks beautiful Elizabeth should be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. I totally agree with that. Um. All right. Yes, the leader. Your Oregon Ducks let you down and let me down too because I've been defending Oregon uh, with my college football discussions over the past few weeks. And Oregon let me down. I was lobbying them for be that fourth spot. Now I got to lobby for Utah, which I don't mind. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to ask this, Lexi, so I'll answer it. Um, Corey Gay is receiving a ton of backlash after his tweet regarding Mar. But now I'll bring Evan on for this one, actually. Do you believe that it is warranted or has society become too sensitive? All right. With that being said, I bring on the co-host with the most, Evan Tech Prout. Hey, yo, 400 episodes in a survey time, my friend. Um, hey, a survey time. Yeah, you see, you got yes. never wore this shirt. Thank you, Mark. Knows this, Mike Ryan. I got hella wrestling shirts for free. I, I took this out, devout, if you will. The mother shirt, but it's all yeah, for you. The Roddy Piper, one of your favorites. <laughs> Roddy Piper, and I put this on for PNP 400. Yeah, yes, sir. One of the best stick man ever is uh, Roddy Piper. That's Roddy Piper. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Chase Young is a monster. Absolutely. He's the greatest player in college football. Uh, big thanks to Alonzo 400. That's very impressive with the great work, Chris. Thank you, Alonzo. Greatly appreciate that, man. Very, very much. All right. So let's go to uh, Lexi's uh, question and then address a few headlines. And then uh, let's just. 
I just kind of want to freestyle it today, man. Yeah, I, I want to freestyle it today. Y'all know how it is. I usually do the the headlines and then the Raw and SmackDown review, and then we talk about the flavor of the week. I when we talk about the flavor of the week this week, I want to talk. Uh, I want to bring up. Uh, I want y'all to remember, make me remember some things. I want to bring back the greatest, <laughs> some of your favorite PFP moments. <laughs> and uh, uh, Evan, do me a favor and uh, either put on a Bluetooth or like uh, your headphones, so so I don't see an echo, so I don't hear an echo. So okay, you, cool. that, that would be great, man. I appreciate. Let me see if I can find some. Cool. Sounds oh, good. I have any? No problem. So uh, I'll let you do that, and uh, yeah, when you're ready. When you're ready, give me the thumbs up and uh, we'll jump, you'll jump right back on. All right. Um, and all right. So let's let's address this. All right. Receiving a bunch of ton of backlash. This is a, a fun to talk about. So what's in hashtag? What's in a cup? What do y'all think? I got my Ohio State. I'm really excited about Ohio State versus Michigan. This is the year for the Ohio State Buckeyes. We are at a championship year. We're going to win it all. And I'm very excited. So on top of my pancakes and power slam shirt that I have on uh, right now, on top of the big gold belt that I got back from the set of belts back there, the attitude era uh, wing, the uh, uh, big one, not the wing, the not before that. So you have the attitude era. And then, of course, you have the current one right there, right there. Uh, the current WWE Championship and the big gold real world champion brother. <clears throat> um, I I brought out I brought out this one for for PNP four hundred to uh, to showcase for tonight. So on top of that, I got the the cup, the Ohio State Cup. What's in the cup? I'm about to hashtag What's in the cup? For those who listen to the PNP show, uh, what's in the cup? Um, I got some trivia too. I got some Survivor Series trivia. We're just gonna have some fun, guys. Uh, it's gonna be a fun, fun at night. Um, all right. I didn't get a, I didn't get a drink of. Uh, let's see. Let's see if somebody guessed it right. What's in the cup? Uh, good, good, uh, good uh, guess, Cole. Sweet tea, but that is not correct. Good guess though. Uh, so which one is on here now, Greg or Brandy? Let me know, Greg or Brandy. So uh, Greg or Brandy says Coke. No, I uh, I do not drink. Uh, I mean, rarely, if ever, drink dark pop. Um, <laughs> Chris says whiskey. Nope, I don't drink alcohol. Leader says uh, chocolate milk. Nope, I'm not really a milk drinker. Uh, good, good call. Uh, apple juice. Nope. Uh, cranberry juice. Nope. Uh, but I love cranberry apple juice. It's still my favorite. My favorite bev. Um, bingo. Water. Water is in the cup. Water is in the cup. Okay. All right. So let's address this. Uh, let's address this uh, Lexi question. Uh, good, good question. Good, good guesses, though. Lexi did say water. Uh, oh, that sounds good. 
Uh, okay, Greg is on there. Yep, good old H2O. Greg says eggnog. <laughs> uh, hey, man, thanks, Cole. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, go to uh, go to this uh, website, uh, patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. Join the Patreon. Um, that would be y'all's 400 PMP 400 gift for me is to join the Patreon right there, brother. Become a Patreon member. And the more uh, right now, for those who uh, are a Patreon on the top tier for three months, you get a T-shirt. As I continue to, to, to build more Patreon. See, here's the thing. If y'all want me to do this full time, join the Patreon. Sounds good to me. I'll start bringing people in my studio to do live interviews. I'll start doing daily wrestling stuff. Listen. Okay, look, that would be perfect for me since I'm about to become a doctor. That would be a perfect uh, job for me. Uh, so if you join the Patreon, <laughs> that gives you, uh, that opens up my time. Uh, I just don't have the time to do it. But if you join the Patreon to become a patron, and if I get enough patrons, uh, well, there you go. Opens up my time. So that would be, that would be awesome. That would be a blessing. All right. So let's talk about this. Um, question from lexi uh the tears of michigan yes yes joe absolutely the tears of michigan um they have not won a game since 2011 against ohio state so uh all right so let me find this question uh that lexi was asking um good good guess uh cody um Oh, interesting. Real quick, Lexi, do you think they changed out because of Cody? No, that's a really interesting question. I don't think so because Cody was the person who brought the title back. But I never, I didn't, I never thought about that. Very clever, really interesting. I do think the title looks really nice though. Uh, it has more of a old school feel to it. The new Universal Championship is just absolute trash. Not a fan of it at all. Uh, if you will, as Alonzo would say. All right, let me look for Lexi's question. All right, here we go. All right, so let's address this. And Evan Tech Prout is on and ready to rock and roll. No more echoes. No more no echoes. More. All set, my friend. All right. Okay, so Corey Graves was sending a tub and backlash after his tweet regarding Mauro Ronaldo, do you believe it is warranted or has society become too sensitive? Okay, so I'll take a jab at it first. I think both. <laughs> I think society has become too sensitive, especially the uh, SJWs um, and the social media patrol. Um, I think that uh, people just don't have um, every, everything's just so offensive to everybody. With that being said, I think that Corey uh, should not have even came close to even saying anything close to something silly like that. Like, I love Marwanalo's commentary. I think Marwanalo is the best commentary other than JR. And I think JR's, you know, he, he's a few steps back. You know, he, he barely knows, you know, a lot of the, the talent. I'm a I'm a JR guy. I think JR's the GOAT when it comes to uh commentary. Um, but as far as just the best for me is Mauro. I think Mauro Winalo, and I was thinking about this during uh takeover. 
Um, and I thought about this too. I think I've even mentioned on the show. Marwanalo makes me feel that I'm inside the arena. And I and I and that's a just and it, it is amazing. And it, it makes me feel not only does it make me feel that I'm inside the arena, it makes the star look huge, like larger than life. And that was one good thing about announcing back in the day. Announcing was all about making someone look like a million bucks or make someone look like the most hate, like you had to hate them. You yeah. just, you just hated this guy. You know, when Jake Roberts uh, put the Cobra on, on macho man, Randy Savage, just the commentary as a kid, make me hate Jake. And I love Jake. And now, and the commentary is what made and built that storyline to make me hate Jake Roberts. And it just, that's what commentary does. Nowadays, it's just so bland. It's just so bland and just, it's mm-hmm. it's just, it's just painful to listen to a lot of times because they're not really building up stars. They're just really calling matches and they're really building their commentary off of calling matches. And that's to yeah. me as a wrestling fan of over 30 years, that's not what commentary should be. It's, it should be. To, to call matches, that should be the secondary thing to really making the star look like a million bucks or the most hated person alive. And Marl does a fantastic job doing that. Uh, and, you know, he was saying it's the Marl Ronaldo show and things like that. I disagree. I think Nigel's a straight guy uh, to Morrow Mar- being the very energetic person. Uh, Nigel's a straight guy. I'm not a really big fan of uh, of uh, Beth Phoenix, uh, I think she's improving. I will say that, but I she's better than Lita. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's. Just, I think she's a step down from Percy Rotten. Honestly, um, I, I really liked Percy. Percy brought that energetic feel to the 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 uh, pro- broadcasting team too. While Nigel was still the straight shooter, um, Beth is adding. Uh, Beth Beth is growing. But the point is this, Mauro, if it's the Mauro Anello show, so be it. Because I'm cool with it because it makes the takeovers the way it is. It made a, it makes it even more exciting. And uh, Mauro does a really good job of branding himself. Like you, like even when Michael Cole was doing the takeover parts of Survivor mm-hmm. Theories, it still felt out of place. Because you're like, man, I want, I want to hear Morrow. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. you can tell the difference of hearing Michael Cole calling an NXT match as opposed to Morrow calling an NXT match. It's a huge difference, and you saw it at Survivor Series. Yeah. It's a big difference. So, those are my thoughts. What are, what are your thoughts, Evan? Well, I, I know for me, uh, very few people in this chat know me personally. Have a background of working with colleagues and professionals and students that deal with different mental illnesses and different disabilities. Um, people are too sensitive, which I agree. We talk about this a lot off air. Every single thing is just sensitive. The way you wake your eye, the way you wipe your mouth. Wow, shut up. Everything is just crazy. But Corey Gray, shut up. Why would you even say that? You know Marvel has history of being bipolar. Great documentary that was done on him. And those, but it's like, Corey, shut up. You're nowhere near the best. 
oh, your lines are fat on Raw. So why would you even say that or even put it on Twitter publicly, knowing that the smallest detail could shatter him? We've yep. seen what Marvel went through with the whole JBL thing and what it took for him to get back. And now he's back. He's the voice of NXT. I love Marvel. We talked uh, when we was in New York for Mania, Chris, and, and I was just getting into Marvel. And now I love them. I watched NXT earlier today with family, and they was like, Laughing, it was like, man, this guy's excited. Oh, it's like, oh, it's not the war games. <laughs> the way he talked about it, my, you know, my aunt, my family was like, wow, he really felt. Dan watched wrestling since Bruno mm. and Billy Graham and Vince when he had that that blue jacket. Mm-hmm. But they were into it because it was Maru's voice, and it's yeah. like, come on, Corey, shut up. And then for you to go against, you lie, try to say all oh, wasn't about Maru, but then a fan tweeted. And talked about the hip hop references, and then you comment, you just solidified that you was talking about them. So exactly. you shouldn't have even said it. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you work in WWE. If you felt that strong, Corey Graves, to say something to him, you should talk to him one on one. Yep. And like you say, he's the voice of NXT. It felt weird to hear a cold call NXT matches. That's who he is. He that's it's like Don West solidified early TNA with Mike Tenay. You know, Tony Schiavone with WCW and Heenan and Heenan and Gorilla with the old WWF. That's what Marvel is right now with NXT. When he's not commentating, Nigel McGinnis, Madam Sons of Times, great guy. He's a grown man, former Ring of Honor champion. He can handle his own. Beth Phoenix is a grown woman, married to Edge. Right. (laughs) They can talk. They're they're not kids. It's like, come on. Right. So I, I didn't like the fact that Corey said it. But on the flip side, your world is too sensitive. Yeah. People in the world have what I call jelly bags. It is they have no backbone, <laughs> and it's like it just I can't say on here what we say in the city. You just gotta grow a pair. You know, yeah. just grow some, man. Yep. Come on, stop complaining about everything. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Greg said he loves his shirt. Hey, cool, man. Hey, if you love it so much. As uh, the NWO would say back today, buy the shirt. <laughs> buy it. Buy it. <laughs> buy the shirt. The number one uh, about him. For those, uh, for those who are going to Mania uh, in Tampa, you can uh, buy a Pancakes and Power Slam shirt, and you can um, wear it in Tampa at yeah. Mania. I will be there, <clears throat> so and I will wear that at WrestleMania. Uh, you uh, know, I was I was hoping. First, that we being a PNP 400. I have it on my phone. PNP 400 day. Ohio State still is not number one. And you know me. Come on, man. Well, they just, they just uh, became number one as of a few hours. Is it really? Yeah. Because I just checked it on my phone. Maybe, maybe I'm behind. So that's even better. For PNP 400, Ohio State is now finally number one number in one. the college football rankings with yes, LSU was two. If I'm right, is LSU two, three is probably Clemson. So congrats to Ohio State. Ohio is a great state. Did you know who's better? <laughs> Shout out to my boss. <laughs> Woo! Which, by the way, uh, Angry Mark doesn't know this. Uh, this is talking. I know exactly what I'm getting you guys is a. Uh, as a gift for PNP 400. 
And she's up Ohio, man. I made a call today, so thank you all. Definitely love it. That's some that's some really good tasting water too, man. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, oh, Michael's asking uh, best quarterback, running back, and coach. And oh, 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 I guess you mean OSU. Uh, Better be asking Chris because you know I can't answer that. I can't oh, oh answer yeah, that at yeah, all. yeah, yeah. That's uh, for Ohio State guys. You, you oh, already OSU know Ohio University, Michael. <laughs> OSU is uh, the Ohio State University. The best quarterback uh, to me, um. Man, you know, so I've been following uh, Ohio State football since around 88-89. And I'll just say from my experience, um, the best quarterback was – so over the past 30 years, the co- best quarterback mm, – maybe Troy Smith – Maybe Troy Smith, but I think Haskins. I think Dwayne Haskins, man, really um, has given him a run for his money. I think Justin Fields is on route to being. But uh, I'm thinking others, um, Steve Belisari, Craig Krenzel, um, Stanley Jackson, uh, Kirk Herbstreet. <laughs> um, uh yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking of the the list of the, the line of quarterbacks: J.T. Barrett, uh, Joe Bowserman. Um, yeah, I think I think Troy Smith is uh, probably it over the past thirty years. Uh, he won the Heisman. So, best uh, running back: hmm, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel is the best running back uh, in my experience as an Ohio State fan. And the best coach uh, was Urban Meyer. Uh, 7-0 versus Michigan. National championship. uh, The first uh, college football playoff winner. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. That's a great question. Great question. All right. All right, so what other stuff? Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Lonzo says, uh, Corey Z goes out of control. I'm just not a fan of his. Never was. I can see that, Alonzo, for sure. Um, all right, Lexi's bringing the heat once again. Rumors are running rampant that VKM is upset at Seth for addressing the elephant that is CM Punk. Do you believe that CM Punk will make an inning appearance in 2020, or is it all fodder? Now, yes, there was, uh, there has been uh, talks that uh, uh, there has been rumblings that uh, Vince Mc- Vince McMahon was was not happy with Seth Rollins calling out CM Punk because he was also duly upset with uh, Paul Heyman and uh, Steve Austin back uh, a few years ago when Heyman was on Austin's podcast and they kind of teased not really but they kind of brought up possible Austin versus Lesnar and Vince McMahon was very upset with that too Um, and so he, uh, he was upset the Austin Punk thing too okay so I think that uh, it's legit that all that 
Vince Man's probably upset because he's not happy. He he doesn't he's not happy about stuff that don't deliver. Um, that that he can't promise to deliver, which makes sense from a business standpoint. I totally understand it. I, I agree with it. I mean, if something can't deliver, it's nothing. If something's not in the books, and he, he's not sure that he can get the person. See, this is what happens because essentially what happens is that CM Punk stock is now astronomically higher when he, you know, as far as pay wise, as far as as far as negotiating a deal, because now you've already kind of put a, uh, an angle on the table of CM Punk versus Seth Rollins at Mania. And so heading into Mania, his contract negotiation is going to be through the roof <laughs> because you, because he's, a, he's, he's one of the biggest assets in professional wrestling now, as far as acquisition wise, because you already have an angle on the table that fans want, which is Seth Rollins versus CM Punk at WrestleMania. So if anything, it just helps CM Punk make more money in his pocket. So, of course, from a business standpoint, that would make Vince McMahon upset because Seth Rollins basically handed CM Punk thousands more dollars if uh, if he's negotiating a contract, right. you know, with with, uh, with Vince McMahon. So Seth Rollins essentially just gave CM Punk more money. He he just basically ripped Vince McMahon's money stole Vince McMahon's money from his bank account and handed it to CM Punk because he made him an even bigger asset, you know, to be signed if, if it was to happen. So, uh, you know, CM Punk could thank Seth Rollins for that. But, of course, rightfully so, Vince McMahon wouldn't be happy with that, nor would any other business owner be happy about that. Yeah, I agree. It's um, little birdies I've got inside. Punk is only... Wrestling and WrestleMania, if he gets the main event. And do you really want to see Seth Rollins against Punk? Do you really want to see that? Do we really want to see um, <laughs> Rock and Cena too? We saw it anyway. So it, it, it comes to a point where Seth is doing whatever he can do to get himself over. His stock is dropped. Nobody really cares. Good and ring performer. But his stock is dropped. He called him CM Punk. Like you said, you I didn't call you out. You called me out. So now I can negotiate how much I want. Exactly. CM Punk's only coming to WWE in the ring if he gets the main event, WrestleMania, and gets a big purse. Yeah. Now, do you want to see CM Punk against Triple H? That makes sense. I really don't care to see it, but we get the, the storyline they might do. If so... But come on, Seth. Yeah. Between Seth Rollins and Corey Graves, their stocks from the summertime to now has dropped tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is it helps Rollins stock build up, but uh, again, it just you know at the at the cost of uh Vincent Mann giving CM Punk more money. All right. Yeah. So as we this is this is awesome, guys. I'm really having a Good time. Uh, let me screen these comments before I put them up. <laughs> um, I agree, Dale. Uh, it's better uh, healed in the face. That is, that is his voice is just annoying. Like, is yes, I cannot stand his voice. I'm sorry, yes. Alonzo, just... Alonzo agrees. Um, now. 
I no, 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 no. <laughs> honestly, honestly, if no. uh, if if Taker comes back, and we'll talk a little bit about the Taker uh, interview with Stonkow. Um, uh, it's, uh, Cody. Cody says your camera's uh, uh, uh kind of jacked up. Um, maybe they're gonna get in. Uh, so it's it's pixelated, <clears throat> but yeah. it, it, uh, last week it uh, was it seemed it seemed a lot better, but it's all right. Sure no, no problem, regardless. Um, uh, better. No, better. not really, but it's all right. It, it's it's, okay. it's no big deal. Yeah, they can hear you. It's all right. I get it. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would say if, if if it was up to me, if it was up to me, if this was Undertaker's, if Undertaker's competing at WrestleMania, I want him to go against Brock Lesnar because, um, because you know it's it's like okay, Undertaker versus. I wouldn't want Undertaker to lose again. Um, because you know, you just don't want him to like, and he made such a good point, you know, like he didn't want to be known by what happened at, at 30, you know, he just, he, he didn't lost, even remember, he didn't he remember, didn't remember any of the match, right? you know, and, match, and then right. he, and then at Saudi against Goldberg, he didn't want to be remembered as that being his last match too. And just a regular loss against someone like a Drew, which, they start and stop push him. And it's like, that's the, that's the bad thing about losing to anybody who's a current star right now is that they, it's, it's so many start stop pushes that losing again, beating the undertaker would be fantastic. But at the same time, WWE doesn't really stick with the character that it really wouldn't mean nothing in two months after a person, right. beat the undertaker. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't be. I wouldn't want anybody. I just wouldn't want anybody to beat Taker. And I, I, I still think Taker, getting retribution six years later against Brock Lesnar, which I still think was a huge mistake, um, of of, of beating him. It, um, it it goes with this. I, I know we joke about this. I gotta see this because it's history and it's PMP four hundred. The match yeah. everybody wants to see between Taker is The Undertaker versus Sting. Now, when we say it, we don't know, but come on, man. Thank you, Demo. That's the only match you want to see Taker. Now, I heard from a little birdie, too. You might get to see Taker against, <laughs> against Orton next year. We don't know. <laughs> but let's be realistic. What dream matches are left that we have from yesteryear? Undertaker and Sting. People want to see that. Orton in the rock. We want to see that. Will it happen? I don't yes, think I do want to see Orton. They want to see that. You yeah. may not want to see it, but people did. Even outside, Undertaker Sting, Rock and Randy Orton. That's about it. Maybe the Rock and Shawn Michaels would have been amazing. <laughs> but that's it. I mean, think about those three matches. I don't want I mean, to see Taker versus Sting at Mania, man. I that just... match will be, I mean, we saw Brett and Vince. Can it be worse than that? Uh, no. We saw close. I saw this in Probably person. Close. <laughs> well, I saw this in person. I witnessed Jerry the King Lawler and Michael Cole. <laughs> oh, I can go man. through some other ones. So Yeesh. at the end of the day, I was rough. And Vance, you can let us know about Dream Man. If it wasn't for Hogan 
having your previous back surgery, not this one they shared, but the one before this, yeah. and we would have got Hogan against Captain Four Kid Cena. Eesh. Are you kidding me? Do you want to see that? My man Bischoff, good friend of mine too, said Hogan against <laughs> Cena. Do we really want to see that? So at the end of the day, it's either it's either take his thing, Orton in the Rock, maybe the Rock and Shawn Michaels, which I would love to see, but that's yeah, never going to happen. That is it. If there's any other dream matches we've not seen yet, let us know. No, nobody wants to see the Rock and Chavo. Shout out to Chavo Guerrero, the most underrated and forgot third generation superstar. You know what, man? I popped. I popped when uh, Chavo won <laughs> right. the ECW championship. Right. I did. I popped when he won the championship because I was like, man, well deserved. Finally, he gets some type of you know credibility. I, Chavo is definitely one of the most underrated uh, stars of uh, wrestlers of all time. For sure. uh, and I take this back to you. I just saw um, Dale say this. Austin and Hogan. Another match. I mean, Hogan's back. Austin. That was another dream match we never got to see. Never sure. really got to see Stone Cold against Cena. So it's still some. What I want to at Five? That's about it. Undertaker versus Becky Lynch. Bucket. Yeah, okay. All right. And <laughs> um, then WWTK20 with the blitz. That's a right. good one. HBK uh, uh, versus Styles, but I agree with what HBK said before. Like he's not, he's not just gonna. And it's similar to what I said about the Undertaker. He's not just gonna come back and just put AJ Styles over, like just because you know that doesn't really help anybody. You know, you know, a match we never got to see. Speaking of HBK, yeah, I have the I have the old magazines back in the day when we used to have magazines like the WWF magazine. Yo, this man Undertaker. We should have saw President Jack Tunney versus Vince. President that Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney. Should have saw that. Or Jack Tunney against Nick Botwinkle. Uh, HBK versus Dan. That would have been really cool. <clears throat> Still technically could see it, make it an unsanctioned match. I mean, look at the history. Yeah. HBK, you know, Daniel Bryan trained at the school, the American Dragon. Mm-hmm. But uh, Goldberg against Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that would be I'm, fun for like yeah, a rumble. It would or be. It would be better than Undertaker Taker. Uh, I mean, it would be better than Undertaker Goldberg at a Saudi Arabian show. What is it? Greatest Rumble, Crown Jewel, whatever they call it. So, Super Showdown 3. Yeah, super Showdown, yeah. Yep. Sound like one of them B list uh, karate movies. Super <laughs> Showdown, best right. of the best. Right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> All right. So, let's uh, jump into these headlines and then. Uh, Guys, just give me your thoughts on just just the grade for Takeover and Survivor Series. I, you know, to be honest with you, I, I'd rather freestyle it for the next uh, thirty-five minutes than to to really spend more spend this time talking about uh, Takeover and Survivor Series. Evan, just your real quick thoughts on Takeover and Survivor Series. Uh, takeover was great. Uh, takeover was an A. I thought it was great. Ko, yeah. uh, the women's match. I mean, Maro just making everything wonderful. Uh, uh, get to see Finney. Finney Balor against Matt Riddle. Yep. War Games match was amazing. The air raid off, off the cage. Good job. That's what I love about it. You can see him get out. You can see him get out of his seat. Right. Like if you're watching the match and you and you hear and you see Mauro Manala, you can see him get oh yeah. Eric, 
like he's like so into the you gotta, I love, you gotta love that, that man. man. You gotta I love it. Love it. Yeah, because it makes me into it. If if I see him, if right. I see him in the background doing this and standing up and stuff, like it makes me like so much into it just as much this as he is. This is when you know when commentating sucks. You can watch Raw and SmackDown or WWE main pay-per-view with the meat button. Exactly. Do you want to watch NXT the meat button? No, we yeah we done it. It's a joke. Yeah. You, would, would you watch a old Monday Night Raw? Would you watch an old WWF Superstars? Would mm-hmm. you watch an old Nitro or Saturday Night on meat? No, because you wanted to hear you wanted to hear Heenan, you wanted to hear Gorilla, uh, uh, maybe Jesse Ventura, Tony Schiavone, Bobby the Brain at WCW, Paul Heyman, uh, uh, Mike Tanay, anybody, even even oh, what's up, man, Lance Russell. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got a good one down here in Evansville. Evansville, <laughs> the, the crowd is amazing. You would not watch those old shows, you know, yeah. Championship Wrestling Florida, it on mute because you wanted to hear it. Yeah. You can watch Raw with me. Me and Mike Ryan do it. We joke about that all the time. Let's put Raw on mute, watch Monday Night Football, and put Raw on the phone. Gordon so, Foley. Belly the crimson mask. Just oh, what a crimson mask! Oh, oh he hits the oh. souffle. Yeah, I do the mouth too. You got all oh, got the souffle. What a lot of that taking here like that. But uh, and uh, takeover was great. Yeah. Uh, uh, Survivor Series B minus and reasons to be Keith Lee, big star. Yes. Why was Roman Reigns helping out Seth Rollins? Makes no sense. <laughs> when did they decide it was like all three wrestlers in the ring? Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was... Yeah, it, it, uh, the women's match dragged, no one cared. Yeah. I, 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 I text you this watching Survivor Series. I said, What is the main event? I'm wrecking my brain and watching with a good friend of mine and my cousin. Gee, what was the main event? And it was the women's match. Brock, Brock, Brock and Ray was great, great storyteller. I thought it was Love wonderful, it. Yep. I thought it was amazing. It didn't need to be fast. Uh, the, the yeah. Nakamura match was cool. It, it was just hit or miss. Uh, has it been worse? Survivor Series, yes. Survivor Series ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, has it been better? Yes, been a lot better. Survivor Series it's, it was okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Becky Lynch, watch this live chat. Watch this. I just said this on my show. So the softest announce table bump in history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Becky Lynch on the, the table didn't move. Nothing on the table moved. The water bottle, the monitor. The table, the, the the papers, nothing moved. Come <laughs> back and watch it. You that is not so know true, man. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we know the softest chair shot in the world is said hitting Hogan. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If that was the Rumble or uh, one of them. But uh, yeah, that, that might have been a uh, Mania Eight. One. Oh no, it might have been a Rumble. <clears throat> I know. Yeah, they, yeah, one of them. Yeah, I know they fought at the Mania uh, Eight. <clears throat> the the no DQ finish for Mania. Right. Oh, that was that was terrible. But um yeah, yeah. I, I think uh I think you hit the nail on, on both of them. I think Takeover was fantastic. I think Fantover the Takeover was a it was an A show. I think it was fantastic. Um I think SummerSlam was about a about a B minus for me. C plus Keith Lee, man. Yeah, Keith I Lee. think I think it really I think I think it was a coming out party for Keith Lee. I think it was a coming out party for Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair. I think those three names really stood out for me. 
for for Survivor Series. If they're you know the the point is to really make to put NXT on a map for Survivor Series. I mean to to really make them you know as far as kind of continue their momentum since they did beat Raw um, and their ratings wars for the first time. I think it's a good call uh, as far yeah. as doing that. Now, making NXT win the whole thing at like four to two to one. Because of AEW. Yeah, you could yeah. tell us for AEW, but building it, your yeah. Survivor Series around NXT, putting NXT over. Eh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical for that, you know, because at the yeah. same time, at the end of the day, NXT is still the third brand. So, so, you know, it hurts your Raw and SmackDown if you're making NXT. So here's the thing. NXT goes to Raw or SmackDown, they dominate. And then Raw and SmackDown comes to NXT, NXT still wins matches. And then NXT wins Survivor Series. So it's like, what happened with Fox and the whole big SmackDown uh-huh. thing? You know right. what I mean? It's like, that was just really, really weird. And, 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 and I guarantee you the plot holes. Let's look at this. Uh, WWE was cheap. We got, we got a lot. We got a lot. NXT defeated AEW. <laughs> NXT defeated AEW because they brought, they bought in the main roster. Yeah. So I got pretty much guarantee you, AEW is going to win again because you're not going to see the main roster people in NXT. So let's, let's look at this plot hole. All right. So you got NXT, then they smack down the Raw. Okay. Now you have current WWE. Former world champion. I'm sorry if I said SummerSlam, I don't mean SummerSlam. Survivor. Don't forget them backgrounds. Some of the little blocks you do, you know, Mean Gene talking in the back. That's all the team. Well, but all the teams used to get together, like all switched up, like the camera. We like five. You had to pay the cameras. Right and the left. Yeah, right on our way. They even had team names. And then it is like, let's look. NXTs. They they invade. You had multiple world champions, Sethy Boy Rollins, and you got Daniel Bryan challenging for the NXT title. So now NXT is on the same level as Raw and SmackDown. They lost. Now NXT defeated in a Survivor Series. So if you want to be consistent with your storylines, so when the Rumble shows up, does that mean who wins the Rumble? <laughs> right. Right, right along. So I don't see that. <laughs> so does that mean who wins the Rumble? They get to choose for the NXT title too. Money in the bank doesn't mean you win the Money in the Bank. Doesn't right. mean I can now challenge for the NXT right, right. title. Doesn't mean the <laughs> NXT title can main event at WrestleMania. Nope. I want Adam Cole I want it, I for want the it. NXT championship. I don't. I don't I don't want it. Shut up! You gotta do this. Look, look. Not gonna lie. Inject my little dog. Right. You got to chill. Hold up. Of course, right. Okay, see. Right. And again. Oh. I, I, I bet you Pritchard probably was the one that drew the NWO. Uh, by the yeah. back. I bet you. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Michael gave the uh, Survivor Series a C. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a minus for takeover for Alonzo. Mo says. Uh, a plus uh in Survivor Series, a B plus uh take over A. Over a. Uh uh shout out to our our chat chat um our fans, the, the PNP nation of the fans who have no no picture at all. The Mo, AEO, Mike Ryan, 
I've known Mike for six years. Only know how he looks. Shout out to you guys that just says it's the blank. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, avatars. The avatars. No, wrestling vacant. That's what it is. The vacant. Oh, the vacant. Yeah, vacant yeah, yeah. The vacant avatars. Shout out yeah. to vacant. <laughs> man look look you know i'm glad you said that so do me a favor pnp nation get some pictures let's uh you know we are we are a family atmosphere <laughs> on this show we are the pnp nation and uh get some pictures on your avatar so you can put yourselves over when i when i'll put you over well Michael, put over a blank uh <laughs> a mike, blank. Mike, mike ryan has has a contract Social media contract that he can just, he can't display any pictures. Well, if it, if that's the case, that's fine. <laughs> I, I get it. Which which probably isn't the case, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. If look, give you get you an avatar, man. Look, I don't care what it is as long as it's people. Okay. I prefer if you get yourself a picture on your avatar. Uh, but if you but you know if like Evans has his uh, his company logo, I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, but get you an avatar. I just don't want to be putting blank stuff up there. Uh, so if you can do that for me, grab you a, a picture. So when I put you up there, your avatar would be uh, would be coming up. All right. So uh, let's talk about some headlines real quick. Um, yes, Mo, we do need a picture. You got see, Mo, you got a picture on Facebook. So that's that's uh, nothing big. Uh, yeah, I'm the only pick. Yeah, you and Lexi are here. Um, see, sports auto, see, see, sport, you got a brand. I would, per, you know, look, hey, I would hey, prefer hey, this to be a picture right here. Right. This, hey, is your, this, is your, this is your logo. I get it. I'm cool with at least something, but not vacant. But not let's, vacant. let's, let's get a picture if you will. Yeah. If you, most that sounds good. All right. Cool. <clears throat> cool. Get your picture, guys. Where's my man GHP at? Shout out to him. Yeah. 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 He ain't we're, we're, uh, uh Question real quick to the to you, uh, uh, Chris, and to the fact, what was back? What was that? We wa- Becky's entrance. What in the cream cheese? She just came out. She had like the little I don't know what you call that the, the little thing on her head, whatever that the Xena Warrior Princess head, yeah. whatever that was, and she just walked out. Yeah. What are we watching? I like Becky, but it's like what? What was that? Yeah, it, it was no. She didn't move her hand, and then she just walked out like she was sleepy, like she got you know how it is. He, his kids, when we used to take cough medicine, he used to get his drowsy. He used to still have to walk in the kitchen and get something to drink. And that's how she walked out. Just it's like, what are what are, what are, what, are, what are we watching? I like Becky. It just was I didn't get the entrance. Yeah, I it did nothing to boost her up. Yep. I mean, she wrestled most of the match. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So uh, let's jump in real quick, guys. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's do that, off. Michael. Do that, Michael Ryan. <laughs> let's start off with uh, Sethy Rollins' boy. Um. So his heel turn wasn't predicted. Uh, he his t- heel turn wasn't planned. Uh, it was it was something, um, uh, off the uh the the, the cusp, um. <laughs> Both calls are hot, Becky. Uh, um, you add a Chris Featherstone picture. No, that would be weird. Uh, do it, do it, Michael. Come with this other profile. That's cool. That works. 
doing, Mike? Uh, yes, uh, that's 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 true, Alonzo. Yeah, uh, it's true. He's legit. Got some indie bookings. Yeah. All right. So, uh, all right, Rollins, Sethy boy, heel turn wasn't planned. I think uh, this is a good gear, though. I think this. I think this is a good call to do this. Uh, you just kind of kind of go with it, you know. And I think uh, he should have been a heel. And, uh, he should have been healed a long time ago, and I think this is a good way to uh, make him a heel officially. Um, and I think you know he's getting booed, and heels are supposed to get booed, and so there you go. It, I mean, it needs to happen. He's about a heel. You got uh, shout out to one of my uh, one of my staff members saw team mentioned the Rollins with the pit bulls. Put him up with a- AOP. They don't talk as it is. I guess they kind of talk. Yeah. Was it Razor? What's that like you name? Acom. But wasn't one of the monsters in Ninja Turtles two named Razor or Raycar or something? <laughs> I think so. Look at that phone. Uh, it, it is, uh, <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know whatever you call the stable, but Rollins with AOP is cool. Yeah. Uh, just make it happen. Uh, Kevin Owens is on Raw. He's, he could be the, he could take over as the top baby face with Rollins being the hill. Yep. I agree. This, this, can we, this, we, that means we have to hear him talk more. Because he has to put himself back over as a heel. Yes, he he does. But well, I'm 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 open. I'm open to it. I'm definitely open to it. And uh, I think this is a good move from uh, f- to push Seth Rollins. You know, you know he he's been booed. So um, I'm, I'm cool with it. Oh, so WWE files two ECW track marks. They follow up for barely legal and Cyber Slam. Uh, so I find this very very interesting. Um, that's uh, we know why do that. <clears throat> um, do, wh- why do you what do you think? Uh, one, so I agree, I agree with this, Cole. I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. Over Braille, they had him win the title with like Mania, yeah, or the Rumble. Uh, I think it goes with AEW. That's true, Cody. Whoa. Yeah. Have this yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, even Google the Illuminati attacks. I was talking to Google wanted to come up. <laughs> wanted to even look, look how great your show is. PMP 400. Even the Google assistant wanted to jump in the ad. Nice. Because <laughs> nice. it just came up. AEW Cody Rhodes. I lied to you not. Because Cody is trying to get the trademark names. He got Bash at the Beach. He was trying to get more games. First of all, the I mean, beyond the match beyond. <laughs> Which I miss that old school war games music. Did you do 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 you know that? The siren is cool, but this is it. So, uh, I think WWE is trying to cover their bases. They want to uh, trademark these names so Cody can't get them. Mm-hmm. First of all, sixty percent of the wrestling population didn't even know these were ECW pay-per-views. <laughs> yeah. We knew Bambi <laughs> Legal, Anarchy Rolls, yeah. Cyber Slam. Yep. Most people are like, what's a cyber slam? But <laughs> I like it's true. I knew, but most people say barely legal. Yeah. Anarchy rules. Uh what was some what were some other ones? Um uh November to remember. November to remember. <clears throat> uh, uh slam. I'm sorry, I'm I'm lazy. Help us out, chat. Uh, uh the e- ECW pay-per-view names. Yeah. Barely we, legal. Yeah, we got that one. Uh barely legal. Um so you say anarchy rules. Uh November to remember. 
Yeah, <clears throat> uh, the PMP Nation. Guilty as charged. Yep, guilty as charged. Heat wave. Heat wave. Uh, Russell Palooza. Uh, I had to go to Google. Russell, Palo- Russell Palooza. Yep. Living dangerously. Uh, living dangerously. Yep. <clears throat> uh, I said hardcore heaven. Wasn't I think living dangerously was the one. Uh, was that the one with Jerry Lynn? Uh, I think so. Against Rivet. Yeah. Uh, they wrestled with three. Let me see. Yeah. Also, uh, Massacre 34th Street. Okay. Which we forgot about. I'm sorry, fans. I don't know where we're professional. Yes, Living Dangerously was RVD uh, versus Jerry Lynn, 99. Yep. Was that was that three? Because remember, they did three matches. That was second. That was yeah. That was the second Living Dangerously. Second one. Okay. Yeah. I know they had like uh, trio matches. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I know fans were like professional broadcasters, and we have to sit here and Google ECW pay per view. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. They don't say my game with. Uh... Wait, here we go. Old school. Uh, buddy just sent me Battle of the Belts. Super Super Summer Sizzler. I remember that one. Ultra Clash '93, yeah. Terror at the at Tabor and Holiday Hell. I remember that the one night, too. Yep. The night the line was cast, the night the line was crossed. Was crossed, yep. Ultimate right. Jeopardy, uh, World's Collide, Hostile City Showdown. I remember that and one. NWA World Title Tournament. Yeah, the one with uh, the franchise. <clears throat> oh, and they had look, they had look. He had sub names: Return of the Funker, Double Tables, yep. Three Way Dance, Enter Sandman, I remember Three Way Dance. Yep. Bob Wire hoodies and chunk slams. I don't remember that one. Gangsters Paradise. I remember that one. Uh, December to Dismember, House Party, Big Apple Blizzard. Mm-hmm. It's a whole bunch. I, some of these yeah. names I forgot. Yeah. But uh, there you go, fans. Uh, ECW. Review names. Yep. Interesting. The Undertaker. Yes. So real quick, guys. Um uh there's some really cool yeah, there's some really cool uh, comments on here. Yeah, looking at them. Good stuff. Um man. yeah, there's some really cool uh Saddle's asking, should Raw and SmackDown start their own takeovers, pay-per-views at that TLC? No. no that's a, keep that keep that in the NXT thing. Lonzo's asking, opinion on Leo Rush and how he's been booked since he's been returned. I think he's been booked. Right. I, think he's, I think he's on a good spot. Right. Um, <clears throat> all right, so uh, PMP Nation, your thoughts on uh, yes, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Mo. Um, your thoughts on the uh, Taker interview? And then we'll jump into the flavor of the week. Uh, thought, uh, Evan, what are your thoughts on uh, Taker? So basically, this uh, there was one moment he talks about how Taker, how uh, he credits Jake Roberts uh, as far as developing his character. Uh, he was listening to certain music and certain. Uh, yeah, Michael Myers. Yeah, Michael Myers. Uh, he said he was even looking at Bible verses uh, to really make a, a hybrid character. Credits Jake Roberts, man. Uh, Jake Roberts is definitely one of the best minds in the business. And I think uh, when I interviewed Jake Roberts, he was even talking about like you know desiring to, um, you know, be like a promo guy NXT. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. man, why don't why don't he be the main? 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. Dusty was the promo coach. He was the big one of the big promo coaches mm -hmm. in NXT. I'm like, yeah. why don't they just bring um why don't they just bring in Jake Roberts as the NXT guy? It just makes perfect sense to me. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Jake 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 is one of the greats. Uh <clears throat> we've had we both had the, the honor of interviewing him. I've had the pleasure of doing some travels with him, being backstage at certain shows. He literally threw the cobra on me random. He always does that. Oh, wow. uh, here you go. You got, you got the voice. Uh, something about Jake. Yeah, he's, got that really, he's got that real raspy voice. Like well, he's you know, he got, he got 21. I got 22. <laughs> you I, got 21, 21, I got 22. I got 22. <laughs> so, some, something Jake, Jake Roberts told me. Uh, we was uh, we was at a signing two years ago, and they were showing you know, on the TV like old WWF stuff. So they showed the infamous Savage, the Cobra, and he mentioned some stuff. But you know, Savage kind of moved one way he was supposed to move. Mm -hmm. He said, "Hey, hey, look, look, look at this, look at this." And he always got that little pop with like, "Look at, look at this. What do you see?" He did just like this. Look at me. What do you see? Like what he said. The crowd, they don't do that anymore. Look, the crowd, look, look at that kid. Look, they show emotions. They don't do that anymore. That's what made it, he went like this, effective. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what makes it effective. <laughs> but, excuse me, I lied to you now. But, um, uh, Jake is great. Uh, I mean, like you said, the great Dusty going on to heaven and the mother. Man, you know what I just thought of? So we we talked last week, and uh, you know, there's been a bunch of talks on like who could really be a good interview other than Taker because it's hard to set the bar Jake. with Taker. Yeah. I would love to see Jake on an Austin podcast. Now that would be a really good interview to really and uh, say talk with taker you know because it's really hard to yeah. match taker i mean stop that. how do you stop that 30 years of someone uh, who's been in kayfabe and he's you know and he's just he kind of shooting the breeze you know with, with taker with austin that was fantastic man and, uh i think i think he, jake would be a fantastic person the, the route to go is uh, you said said this on my show we talked about it last week a buddy of mine literally just texted me and was like hope wwe does not Try to get Austin to interview CM Punk. Mm. Hope not. But where do you go? You get a Jake Roberts. Maybe you go to the legendary route. Get like Ted DiBiase. Like you know, like it, I mean, even though DiBiase name may not be as may not give enough luster as a, as a Jake, but just those stories of territories and traveling. Yeah. <clears throat> but where do you go? The, your premiere is Taker. That's here. Yeah, yeah, is it, 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 here. How do you where do you? <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's, that's a bar, Jake. <laughs> like, where do you go? Yeah, talk we've seen it. Vince, we've seen Shane, we've seen yeah. Trips, we've seen Stephanie. Get what Linda McMahon, what are you? Uh, is get hey, you know what? I would get Shane and Triple H. Next to each other and talk, talk about some heat. We know they yeah. don't like each other. Yeah, that would that would be interesting. Get Kevin Dunn. Get Kevin Dunn. Put your finger on the switch, Dunn. 
All <laughs> oh, these stupid rules. And, uh, and, the, and, and the last line of the DX song is verbatim. Does anybody know who's sleeping with who? Yes. <laughs> yes. Does anybody know who's sleeping with who? It's like us. It's flip the switch done, but who's done? Back in the day, we didn't know. Like, well, who's yeah, done? Yeah, we didn't know who Kevin Dunn was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was one of the producers. What are talking about, Dunn? <laughs> you put your finger on the switch, Dunn. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, get Eric Bischoff part two. Well, Eric, uh, he said he's interested uh coming back. So um, I am. I am down for that all right um tommy dreamer somebody said tommy dreamer yeah Cole said I, I, love, I love i love dreamer but it is it, taker man is here it's like yeah. uh, look, look at it like this think about this fan so you get the perspective you have a main event your first pay-per-view and it's Flair Sting, the first clash match. Right. Or Savage Steamboat, WrestleMania 3. Yeah. Or it's Kenta, I'm going to wait, Kenta Kabashi against Joe. Or it's Kenta Kabashi against Misawa. Or it's, you know, Ricky Steamboat and Flair, or Dusty and Flair, or Tully against Magnum. If you start off with certain matches that are just all time greats, some of the greatest of all time. What are you going to do to fight? I mean, rock and roll against Midnight, which has been public. Dusty, baby, if you will. Dusty didn't want to book with rock and roll and book the rock and roll express at other times because you need a rock and roll express where I'll draw him. It's mm -hmm. public. So you got rock and roll Midnight. Or, or when you get to that point, <clears throat> how are you going to follow? Yep. In relationships, we got to talk this back in the day. You start dating a girl. First thing you do, anybody listening, if you're single, if you're dating, whatever, you know, trying to, you know, Helly Gully, as Dusty say, <laughs> you never, your first date is never at a five-star restaurant. I've been blessed to eat at a few. You know, Angry Mark, make Ryan can say that. I've been blessed to go personally with who I'm with, my sweetheart. We ain't start here. Featherstone, you married. And I'm gonna be saying you married, brother. Your first date was it at a five star? Was it at Capitol Grill with Ruth Chris? Or my first date? Gotta... I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna tell you what my first date was. <clears throat> my first date. I got Lynn on my uh, phone here. My <laughs> first date with my wife was at none other. When you was married. When I was dating. When I my first dating, date. Okay. My wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was Johnny Rockets? That was my favorite <laughs> Johnny Rockets. And oh gosh! We, went, we caught a movie and uh, went to Johnny Rockets, and that was uh, that was it. Yep. My, I, I've never said this publicly. You want to know my first dance with, with, with my love was actually here in this house. My mom was living and actually cooked. Oh, me, like a, yeah, like a, you know, yeah, you know, it's true. 
<laughs> nice. I, I didn't have any money to go out. I'm in college, you know, working part time, full time college student. Hey, I could never said that publicly. They go PNP Nation 400. I ain't even said it on my show. It, it hey, that's anywhere. Legit, that's legit, though. That's like, legit. Rob, I, I, for first date, like, you know, I that's a people, man. <laughs> you know, that's a And keep. then I didn't cook again before a date for like a year. <laughs> we went out, you know what I mean? She cooked, the yeah. parents cooked. You know, yeah. family cook. You know, we went out, so yeah, I wasn't taking five stars. So that's the analogy. You got taken. That's five star restaurant, man. That's five star hotel. Yeah. First time. What you gonna do to follow that? You can only keep because if you go low, it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what are your Raw and SmackDown <laughs> grades? Raw and SmackDown <laughs> grades. Know, Mike. Real quick. <laughs> Oh I man, didn't ask uh, any, I didn't ask any uh trivia. First trivia question uh, who won the WWE championship at the 1998 Survivor Series? Who won the WWE championship at the 1998 Survivor Series? Uh, thank you to Mo Michael Ryan. No, I don't need to kick you dinner. Um, <laughs> but love you, brother. I kid. Um, <laughs> uh, I had to watch raw highlights. My Ravens was uh, was killing the Rams. Uh, prayer request for the for the Rams. Uh, raw was <laughs> raw. Raw was C. Uh, SmackDown. I I give it a B minus because of the new IC title. I think Sami Zayn is hilarious. I think Sami Zayn is one of the best things in WWE. He hasn't wrestled a match in forever. I mean, yeah. back in the he was doing all this to knock him more entrances. Yeah, funny <laughs> stuff. I I I would say SmackDown actually I think was a notch better than Raw. I agree. Yeah. So raw, I give a C basic, and SmackDown, I give a B minus. When when was the last time on this show, on my show, fan uh, on PNP Nation? When was the last time we gave Raw and SmackDown all A's for both shows? Probably never. (laughs) Like I don't even remember. Not in some years. (laughs) Not 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 in years. Yeah, I agree. Uh, somebody got the question correct, and that would be Cole, The Rock, The Rock. The Rock. All right, next, uh, next question. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I was just man. Like I'm just looking at the. I mean, I, I'm interested in the Rollins ALP thing, but it was just regular, just matches. Just matches books. Like I was just a bit meh to me. SmackDown was uh SmackDown was cool. I mean there were some there were some higher spots, but um yeah, I'll uh, probably give SmackDown a I, B minus raw C plus. I, I wanna know this, Chris. Um I know where glasses is cool. Chris, I know you are blessed with uh, you know, the eyes God gave you didn't need any help. PNP Nation. That that HD red light that Bray had in Survivor Series was killing my eyes. I'm sorry. Everybody says that. I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. It, Mike. You can come by my house Saturday night if you want. You're not going to get an answer. Nobody, <laughs> nobody be home. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it was killing my eyes. Yeah. people. I don't know if you agree, Chris, or what the fans think, but that red light this is very distracting. 
Yeah, I think it adds to the match, but a lot of people yeah. are saying that a lot of people have been saying that it's you know it's it's been it's been bad. What was the main event of the 1995 Survivor Series? What was the main event of the 1995 Survivor Series? All right, so uh let's spend the next uh 10 minutes, really like five, 10 minutes. What are your thoughts? Your favorite for those who've been uh well, first of all, thanks everybody. This has been this for this PMP 400 has been everything I imagine and more. Uh, I've had such a wonderful time tonight uh, celebrating 400 episodes for the show. I had a uh, uh, exclusive audio interview right before the show with Eric Bischoff, so that's going to be uh, written up. Um, and also, I'm going to go ahead and I'm gonna play it uh, for PMP uh, in the next week or so. Uh, some really good th stuff that we talked about as far as whether he would work with AEW. Um, and he shared some thoughts on CM Punk. So some really, really cool stuff that uh, we talked about on the exclusive audio interview that I had with Derek Bischoff before uh, we have the Q&A. So uh, check out Digital Spy for that. I'll do a write-up on Digital Spy, and uh, I'll be playing the audio in the coming, coming weeks. So check that out. Got some really cool uh, stuff coming up as far as who's going to be on the show. Uh, we've got some, some new faces, some new legendary faces coming up too. So that's going to be really fun too. So this is awesome. Uh, Hey man, Cole is a newbie and that says a lot, man, dude. I love this show staying up way too late. <laughs> well, uh, Cole, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. This is the 400th episode of the oh, show. Man. It's been 400 straight weeks that we've, that we've done this. Uh, Evan's been alone uh, for the ride for about about three years now yeah about yeah, it's been about three four years because we started yeah. going to mania together at 33 and that yeah. was in 2017 and then i was yeah then i i, I asked to help you and then it was 16. Yeah, so yeah, wow, my mom was here at the house uh, yeah. i was doing the show yeah yeah well, over three years yeah, so it's been over three years yep Yep. Um, yeah. So, so, so thanks Cole, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, the love. Go ahead and subscribe to the Crave Wrestling YouTube channel for any alerts. Um, and thanks, man. I appreciate, uh, appreciate it for, um, for this being your first time that you love the show, man. So that says a lot. I appreciate it. We have a wrestler interview every week. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what stands us out on Pancakes Power Center show that uh, there's a wrestler, either uh, a taped interview or a lot of most of it's been live. Most of it's actually live Q and A's um, that right. we do with a wrestler from WWE. Um, you know, uh, formerly WWE. I've had NXT people here. I've had WWE people here. I've had uh, NWA people here. I've had ROH Impact. Impact. Yeah, <laughs> like I've. Yeah, I've has I have a wrestler here every week, so that's that's what stands us out here on the PMP show. So, thanks a lot for your uh, for your support, man. I appreciate you enjoying the show, uh, Michael. Yes, Diesel and Bob Backlund. No, actually, it was Bret Hart and Diesel. Uh, <laughs> so that is incorrect. Uh, I thought I thought I saw. Okay, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. That was the one. Yeah, Bret Hart and Diesel. That was the correct one. All right. One more question before we hit the road, and uh, I'll go ahead and bring up your favorite uh, PMP moments. Um, I'll go ahead and bring them up before we go. Um, here we go. Here's here's my favorite question here. Uh, 
What state was the 1987 and 1988 Survivor Series held? What state was the 1987 and 1988 Survivor Series held? What state was it held? Um. All right. Yeah, Mo. <laughs> Thanks, man. Mo's one Mo is a Mo's a loyal man. He's uh Mo. One of the dopest, uh most loyal PMP nationers. We used to be in up late, it's worth it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <clears throat> yes. Uh yeah. So what's your favorite what's your favorite interview, guys, so far? What's your what's your favorite interview? Uh your 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 favorite PMP moments, uh your favorite PMP interview. Uh let's thank you, uh, Greg. Let's Shout end. out to Let's Greg. End. Let's uh thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, Greg. Appreciate you, man. Uh every week, 11 p.m. Eastern time, every Tuesday, 11 p.m. Eastern time. So hop on, hop on. Um, every single week. Uh thanks, every Greg. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um <laughs> somebody got it right, and that person is Elvis. It was an Right there. See that? Huh? Sponsored by Coca-Cola, which is no, a great drink. It wasn't sponsored by that. It's, it's right there. You said O-H-I-O. Ohio. It's where it did, 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 you, did you look on the bottom of the other cup? Yeah, I did. What does it say? Coca-Cola. Great road to drink. It says nothing because we're not say. paying it. They're not paying us for a Great road drink, as I can say. Blacko. <laughs> Blacko. You got the uh, uh, Brutus right there. Uh, Ohio is where it was. The best uh, darn band in the land and the best uh, state in the nation. So favorite, everyone would disagree. Favorite, favorite moment favorite moment so far. A lot of fans, Cody and Lonzo saying Rock a Con, the Mo, <laughs> uh, Black Bart. I I I gotta Rock say, for me. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Rocket Con. Man, uh, uh, <laughs> the old black marks a close second, and the next thing you can do about it. Uh, <laughs> Rocket Con for me is where personal friends. And since we know each other professionally doing our shows, <laughs> I inboxed you privately. And I was sitting there, I said, oh, oh, man, we're live, pal. Yes. This is like, I need you. <laughs> I was there, I said, oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah. PCL is Michaels. I, uh, go ahead, Evan. I'll say, I never said, never said this publicly. Uh, my moment favorite moment personally on your show when you trusted me I don't know what happened I don't know if it was uh, something with your, with your kids something came up you couldn't do the show you asked me to do the show for you so I think that was my back surgery you did it for back. Yeah. so I have the record I think of hosting PNP by myself twice your back surgery I can't remember the other thing 
Why did no time? You don't know this. Well, you did it two. You did it two straight weeks. For two straight weeks. Yeah. You interviewed. Uh, you interviewed. Uh, uh, um, Mo and uh, my boy. Um. Uh, our buddy. Uh, 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 Bobby Fulton. Bobby Fulton, a good old buddy. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and I know I, I was dedicated because I, I don't know my mom was living at the time. So I did my, I worked all day, did my show. So in the midst of taking care of my mother, bedpan and everything while doing Chrissy's show. Wow. And so that was my, I was like, well, you know, I, I appreciate that that she trusted me. He was like, hey, man, I need you to do the show. And I was like, all right, cool. I know what it's like you have your baby. You can't can't trust your baby with, with everybody. So yes, sir. But best interview, uh, Rockatan. You've interviewed a lot of great people, but yep. Rockatan, yep. man, Rockatan won. Sound like a <laughs> yeah. Rockatan gets the uh, the interview of the year for uh, <laughs> for PMP. <laughs> We're gonna be doing some PMP awards too. Um, so you know, this is just a. Uh, a uh, teaser because uh, we usually do like best like wrestling stuff but uh I, i'm gonna do i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna do something different this year i think i'm gonna do best interview worst interview as far as this the interview that, so so go to the archive I'm, I'm giving y'all like a month in advance um so best moment best interview um funniest moment wildest moment uh, we'll, we'll do that for the pmp awards for this year We'll do some. We'll do some different. That'll be, that'll be funny. Uh, hey, you got Alonzo. I got Alonzo, my man. No, got first of all, it's not my boo bear. That's my wife. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I have interviewed Jay Lethal. He's my favorite wrestler. Yes, he is. Uh, yes, yeah, fans are voting for awards. So this is going to be all fans. This is going to be all y'all doing it. So uh, y'all going to vote for the best interview, the worst interview, as far as. The interviewer being kind of like boring to, to 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 listen to based on his or her just not really being into his interview. So this this is what the PMP Nation is all about. You guys are going to shoot it straight for those who are listening. For that person who wasn't a very good interviewer, that person can listen to the show and said you got an avid great support group of group of fans that said your interview wasn't very good. <laughs> So, so maybe you need to work on your interviewing skills. So, uh, so yeah, do it, man. Do it, guys. Uh, so, best best interview, worst interview, best uh, funniest moment, uh, craziest moment. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do for that. That's all fans, all fans. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you got people saying my um, words ten to time. People saying Jay Lethal was your boo bear. No, and Mrs. No. Mrs. Featherstone, beautiful lady. Is 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 Chris's boo bear? She is. She is. She's all, all, all the boo bear I need and more. But we all have sports boo bears, and we know Jay Lethal for you staying in Ohio State. <laughs> Jay Lethal and staying. Yeah. <laughs> they're not my boo bears. They're the goats, but they're not my. <laughs> well, well, Sting is the goat. Jay Jay Lethal's my my current favorite. He has been for the past few years. But yes, I have interviewed Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal's been on my show. Great guy. And Great I guy. also interviewed uh, him for media, and Evan Evan did too. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, go to the archives. Um, go to the archives. Go to all. This is all on Spotify and Blog Talk Radio, whatever form you want to listen to it. 
Um, if you want to go to all the archives, it's blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. So check out all of the uh, interviews uh, this year if you want to. Uh, you have you have the next uh, month to binge uh, on the interviews. So if you go here, blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams, check out all the interviews for this year. You can binge on it and see who you thought was the best and was the worst and was the funniest and was the funniest moment. Uh, so we'll be doing all that stuff at the end of the year for the PNP awards. Uh, real quick programming note. Uh, we're going to keep the Tuesday for new year's Eve, but we're going to do it earlier. Um, I, I've got some ministry stuff that I'm doing, uh, on new year's Eve. I'm having a huge Jesus party that I'm DJing. It's going to be super, super dope. So we are going to have the show, but we're going to have it earlier. I think probably around like seven for about an hour. Uh, so we're still going to do it for New Year's Eve. We're going to be have a big New Year's Eve party uh, here on PNP. Still uh, dedicated to the Tuesdays. We're going to make it happen probably about seven o'clock for about an hour uh, to lead into the new year, and we're still going to do it. Wait. All right, everybody, go ahead, Evan. Christmas and New Year's Day is on Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yes. So New Year's Eve, we'll be doing it uh, around yeah. seven o'clock. Yeah, I got some ministry that night, so. Um, so yeah, uh, New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve will be regular time. It will, will be, it'll be, uh, funny, you know, <laughs> Chris and ever funny stories. We got some, we got some, we'll share them. We'll share them for mania. We've, uh, oh, we, uh <laughs> yeah, the last three manias we've had, we, we've, we've, yeah, uh, we've done three. together, Orlando, New Orleans, and uh, this past year in, in New York. <laughs> So uh, we we've got uh, we've racked up some stories that's for sure. So, all right, yeah. everybody. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Mo. That's uh, you remember interview Keekley before he was WWE. Is always looking at him now. Yep, you know what's all? I just did a write up about that. I interviewed Keekley in 2017. And he was talking about how he wanted to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So, I would love that. By the way, Keith uh, is uh, Keith is man. Shout out to oh, Mara won't be calling NXT. That's that's that bites. Oh man, um, hey, look at it. Uh, the past couple weeks, the two hottest stars. I mean, of course you got MGF, but uh, fans is getting put. Uh, no, I can't talk. Chandler's getting pushes. Scorpio Sky, Keith Lee. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that's uh, yep. no rats, Michael. He's asking about rats and other bull bears. No, uh, no. We don't. We don't. We don't do that. Nope. Not, not us. We are uh, we are men of the cloth. We are men of the cloth. But you know, Featherstone loves. Let me tell you this story later. He, you got to tell us how much you love the city of New York. How much I don't love the city of New York, and I will share that on an upcoming episode of Power Slam Show. I think next. I think next week we'll just share it. Uh, um, three years of, uh, of WrestleMania uh, stories. Uh, so yeah, I think that sounds good to me. All right, everybody, special shout out to Eric Bischoff. This has been such a phenomenal, amazing PMP 400, better than I can expect, and more. Thanks, everybody. Subscribe to uh, Crave Wrestling YouTube channel. Big special shout out to both Wrestling Rumors and Slam Buzz for the love. Uh, just those are the two. Uh, uh, those are the two sites that I write for. Just uh, man. 
I just just the support is just amazing from both of them, uh, Heidi uh, and my my boy, my boy John. John is a John is a, a cool dude. Actually, uh, he John just uh, wrote one of um, he asked one of the questions earlier today. He's uh, my editor over at uh, Fanbus, and uh, just a just a super supportive guy, man. Like just a super duper supportive guy, like. Uh, Heidi too. Heidi's super supportive too. Like both of them are like the two best editors I've ever written for in my my journalism career, hands down. Just just supportive like crazy, man. So um, so yeah, check me out on those two pl- two platforms and four hundred four hundred. Yes, you would have to listen to it again, Alonzo, from the beginning. Absolutely. And like I said, uh, there's exclusive audio f- uh, uh, for Digital Spy. I'll be having that up uh, on Digital Spy as a write-up, and I'll also be playing the uh, the audio here in the coming weeks uh, for y'all to listen to. Some really, really good stuff we covered. So, good stuff. Alright, everybody. Uh, it's been a pleasure. PNP you know, 400 in the books, baby. It's been amazing. So until next week, everybody, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Bucks. And always remember Larry Land. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. You. Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, thanks, man. All right, thanks, Greg. I see stuff like that, man. It just really- picture, man. Let a profile picture, too. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Uh, new avid listener, Greg says, I appreciate it, man. Thanks, uh, thanks, go, thanks, go. Appreciate it. Until you recap wrestling, uh, until next week, um, enjoy your week wrestling. God bless, and always remember, I do it for you. Have a good night, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, go, Bucks. Oh, H. Go, Ravens. I We gotta go. We gotta go. We're out of time. <laughs> Don't like this. Go, Bucks. Oh my gosh, it's all it's a Molly. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.